guys, welcome to the Living and Collective podcast, where we are inspiring and equipping women into living their full lives while working together as the collective. Happy Wednesday, guys. We are back with our favorite guest, Kylie Claiborne, and we have a super special holiday episode. We've been scheming with her. Um, I know we even have one. We even have one in January. We're scheming. We're just gonna keep manipulating you to come back on the podcast. I told Kylie we were like, "Are you sure she's gonna want to come back? She was just here." And I said, "Well, maybe we're just like grooming you to." launch the Kylie Claiborne show because <laughs> yeah. we will be yes. avid listeners with our notebooks and pens. You girls are so nerdily awesome. following along. Yes. <laughs> she, we're really encouraging her to start her own podcast, which we would all listen every day. Yes. Daily. So we need sweet. like daily little podcasts from you. Like mm-hmm. short little. Yeah. Inspo- yeah. I mean. That's a it's, good it's, one. It's man. on my list. It's on my plans for okay. 2020 for okay. sure. I have it landed on a solid date yet but you girl, you girls have inspired me you really have i love coming on here and talking with you guys I love it. it's the best uh, i was so excited you asked me to come back <laughs> we're just gonna keep asking until she's not excited <laughs> but guys i was just there yesterday um all right well we're excited today we're talking about the 10 ways to have a miserable holiday season i love, love this i love it um so we just let's dive right into the list or yeah, talk. Let's do about. it. Let's do it. I let's, just want to say that all of these ten ways have been thoroughly tried and tested by myself. <laughs> I love that you're like this is an experience list. This what made you even something. come up with this idea to think about this? I think that like just my own experience over the holidays throughout the years of just like having expectations of certain things and people and just consistently falling, you know, short of my, the experience I wanted to create for my holidays. And so I think really when I thought about doing this list, it was about really helping people take more control of the experience that they want to create for their, for their holidays this year. And I mean, certainly there are expectations and there are things that have to be done, but there's just so much um, power that you can take back when you realize you can create the experience that you want for your holiday 2019 season. Like, how do you want to create this holiday season for yourself and for your family? How do you want to close out this year and how do you want to feel about it as you move into, you know, the new year? And so I think all of these ideas were just like a funny way, but honestly and truly things that I've done and you may recognize yourself in in a lot of these things. But I think it's just an important way to like remind yourself that these things just don't work. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Anyway, um, we can just dive right in. So the first thing I have is have a long list of ways that everyone should behave and be totally disappointed when they don't play by your rules. Oh, I've done that. This is so good. This is so- <laughs> it hits like right close to home. I've done yeah. Expectations. <laughs> Expectations. Oh my gosh. I was just telling someone at the dentist like 10 minutes ago, I've flipped this though, and this is probably not healthy either. <laughs> but now I just go in with like really low or like negative expectations, and it always ends up being better. <laughs> so... 
You set the baseline. So I do. I'm like, I was like, I used to have like all these high expectations of like family coming in and Mm -hmm. I would expect people to be a certain way, which is ridiculous because they would behave the same way every time. So then I changed it and I'm just like, it's going to be terrible. And then it's never as terrible as (laughs) So you've reversed that. Yeah, it's probably not good. That's not a good tip either, people, but it's just. Well, again, with expectations, though, right? I think yeah. Oh, no, like, yeah, that's right. I'm still keeping an expectation. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just always tricky, especially with people that we don't see very often, mm-hmm. right? Especially people that we see maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. Just to have those expectations is really slippery slope. It's tricky. Yeah. So that's one thing that always used to get me, is I would just have these expectations of, people that they would be different than the way they were or they would show up different and instead they were the same Mm -hmm. and in we call that emotional outsourcing and it's when you outsource your emotions to people around you when you need them to show up differently than who they are and you blame them for not being different and you're essentially outsourcing your emotions and I just want to say that one of the most powerful things that I see my clients do is when they are able to really own their emotions as adults and really step into owning that experience for themselves no matter how people around them are acting they're not handing that experience over to the other person Um, they're owning it for themselves and I every time I talk about this I truly get like full body goosebumps because it is one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself and for others because if you think about it for a hot second so i had someone i'll just give a quick example and then we'll move on to number two but i had someone in my life that i really struggled with in this way that i wanted to be different i wanted her and and it felt like I was coming from this real positive side. Like, I just want you to be a better version of you. I'm just trying to be positive, right? Which sounds so, like, appropriate and inspiring, right? But what I didn't realize is that I was actually burdening her in a lot of ways because I was putting my experience of what I thought she should be or who she should be onto her And a lot of times we outsource our emotions to people that not only can they not handle their own emotional lives, then we put our stuff on top of them and it's just a big, heavy thing. And so I think it's just something to consider. I think if you're constantly outsourcing your experience and your emotional life to someone, it's just something to think about, something to start to have um, some reflection and some awareness on because It can be burdensome and it's also like I was doing this to somebody that I loved and she had been alive and on this planet for like I don't know 65 years and I'm like hey all the things that you've known over your whole 65 years of life can you just change all of that yeah because it's not really working for me (laughs) you know and I'm like wow that is like that's some heavy stuff And so I just slowly but surely started to like really own my emotional experience around her and then just other people in general. It's such a powerful, huge thing to do. Stop outsourcing and like pull that in. So start bringing that work in-house. So that's number one. Number two is set 
high unrealistic expectations about how connected everyone will feel and be during this special time of year. Even though half of the other year you don't even speak. This is so good. <laughs> this is so good. It's really good. Because why is it, I mean, between Thanksgiving to New Year's, and we do, you're right, we see a lot of people that we don't typically see on a regular basis. It's usually some sort of um, familial connection. So it's, you know, if you're connected by blood, it's not really always a choice. So it might not be a relationship you would naturally have in the real world. Mm -hmm. um, so it makes it just extra challenging. Yes. And again, why would we put that expectation that like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you. We see completely differently on almost everything in the world, mm -hmm. but then we're going to come together for this really short, emotionally mm -hmm. charged period of time and it's all going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. I yeah. feel like I had this false expectation of when people get older, they're going to just like be mature and wise and mm. there's no drama and there's no passive aggressiveness and there is like mm. getting married and seeing fam families blend and I'm like wait we're all acting like middle schoolers again like how does this happen when you're 65 mm -hmm. but it does yeah and like how can these adults not just get along and and you especially blending families and in-laws and all that you're forcing them to I don't know I would in my mind I would love a more joyous easy holiday but then that's a wrong expectation of me to have these people try to force some relationship when they're different people and right know. right I mean it's much more like amazing when people just can find that for themselves right, right. And, mm -hmm. and that's what you truly want even though you want them to find it for themselves even though you're, you're I know like, why can't no. they just do it <laughs> right right just do it just get along yeah I know I know. And I think it's it's that expectation when your emotions are tied to expectations that gets to be the hard part, right? Because then you're emotionally tied to whether that works out, right? Or whether it pans out the way you want it to. And I mean, I think it's fine to have expectations if that's where you want to go. But just notice if your emotions are tied to whether the person follows through or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's beautiful about the expectations is, is they apply to every circle of your life. So you can go all the way into your immediate family, mm -hmm. your kids, your spouse. And after 16 years of being married, I mean, I still have these expectations. I love how you said it initially. I can't remember how it was, but just about like I have an expectation that my spouse will behave differently this year yeah. than of who he is and how it's been for mm -hmm. 16 years. But there's mm -hmm. something about the holidays that bring this like... Again, just the, the pressure, whatever it is, all the emotions. And then we don't communicate that, though. We no. talk about that in our head. And then, like, I've done that with Tyson. And mm -hmm. then he doesn't behave that way. And he's mm -hmm. like, or do something. And he's like, well, you never talked about it. And I was like, I talked about it in my head. You know? Can't you read How can you? Yeah. <laughs> so we have these expectations that we don't even verbalize. Like, no. And Tyson will say that sometimes. He's like, you just have to tell me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you just need to know. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Give it a voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Give it a voice for sure. For sure. He might regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't get that much of a voice. Yeah. He's like, that's <laughs> a little too much. He's like, uh, oh my God. Okay. Number three is something you guys. Well, I will. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Eat until you can't feel your feet, or and you're miserable. <laughs> I absolutely love this one. It's so practical and so true. 
Right. Because our, our number one question with our clients this time of year is, oh my gosh, but you know, I've got all these parties. I mean, how in the world, like I just might as well hang up this month. And Lacey and I love to say like a broken record, like, no, don't hang up the month. Yes, enjoy yourself. But there's no reason to eat until you can't feel your feet. Like you can enjoy baking cookies with your kids and mm -hmm. eating them and maybe eating more than you do most of the time of the year and eating like your favorite traditional yeah. foods. And like, I don't think um, withholding those things from yourself is a great idea. I don't think most of us will get right. to our deathbed and say, gosh, I wish I had eaten less sugar cookies with my kids while they right. were <laughs> right? Right. Right. making right. them in my kitchen. Um, but it, on the flip side, it's that excess isn't going to bring us joy. Like we don't have to, no one's going to get a prize for eating an entire batch of cookies or just hanging the whole thing up and saying, forget it, I'm mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm going to just be off. Yeah. Crazy. I think that's so good, Christy, because I think oftentimes we'll let the past, and when I say the past, I mean just even like yesterday, yep. dictate how we're showing up today. So like if we like went way off track yesterday, we will sometimes use that as an excuse for today and I, so I think that's such a beautiful point that you just made because just realizing that like every day is a new day you can just hit that reset button and you know get back on your protocol or whatever it is and it just it's it's speaking right to what you just were saying about like you don't have to hang up the whole month like don't let the past even just yesterday dictate how you want to show up with food and your relationship with food today mm -hmm. Um, because I don't know. Yeah. Overeating is just miserable and we all know that. And yet somehow, sometimes we just still, we just still go there. I think so. we all do it though. Like we even yeah. said, and I, then I'm like, sometimes I just have to have the chat like, oh, that's why I don't do it. Or I hit yeah, the limit totally. and you're just like, that's a reminder. Um, it just dawned on me. It's kind of like when people are on some new diet or something and they mess up on a Wednesday and they're like, well, I'll just start again on Monday. Yeah. I think the whole month of December is like that. When someone, when you mess up, you're just like, forget it. I'll just start in January. So I think people just throw in the towel mm -hmm. mentally and just think, well, I'm just going to splurge this whole month and really get it all in so I can. But mm -hmm. then you just get to January and you're in like full damage control mode and you just feel awful. And you're I mean, anxious. You're yes. panicked. You're like... Totally. You know, I mean, I I just think that energy carrying, it, it's not like it stops at December or the end of December. Like that right. type of energy just rolls over into January. And it it may not be a sustained way to even, you know, to, to get the weight off, to do, to move forward, right? Is that just anxious, panicky feeling. So I don't know. I love what you said. I don't <laughs> think any of us can hear that enough, Kylie, that just... Any day you can start over. You, any We tell our clients, every meal, you have a fresh chance to start over. And we don't mean that from like a good, bad, or black and white perspective. But right. just right. like, let's say you fall headfirst into a batch of cookies. Like, that's okay. That night for dinner, make a, make a hearty, nourishing meal. You know, you can still, there's so many winter foods that are so delicious. Focus on the, those things. Focus on 
you know, making those meals that taste really good. You might be so full that you don't even feel like you could eat dinner. Oh. <laughs> I mean, not that I would know. I was going to say that you could feel like you could eat some <laughs> so I was like, oh, wait. be on Sunday this past Sunday. And that's reality, too. I mean, listen it to is. your body. Yeah. Sometimes totally. you might overindulge and maybe cookies are your dinner and that is okay. And move on. And the next day you just move on. Yeah. Give yourself grace. Don't, and it's just don't. practicing that. I feel like the more you do that and grant yourself that patience, you're, patience, you're like, okay, I did that, and I, I did it differently that time, but you still have to keep practicing that. Mm-hmm. It's not just a zero to 100. It's a you know, it's a journey of getting One, to where you're like, okay, that didn't feel good. I'm well, and I think you said there. it great. Like You were like, sometimes I just feel like I need to remind myself that that felt crappy, yeah. and I don't want to do that yeah. again. Like I have to do that, too. Right. I feel like overeating is definitely that for me, where I'm like, oh, that feels terrible. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't do it very yep. often, because yep. it feels awful. Totally. So, Isn't it funny how you that. forget? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you do need that reminder, and I think um, that's that whole mind- growth mindset piece, is that if everything is teaching us something, then it's not a lost cause. If you have a day where you kind of maybe yeah. didn't make the number one choices that you were hoping mm-hmm. to make... If we learn from those things, then it's not a lost cause. You know, right. we, we become better. And I think this time of year, we were talking um, a lot about just how everything's emotionally charged. I think it's important for us to remind ourselves that food ultimately isn't going to make us happy. It's enjoyable mm-hmm. and it's joyful. We should have, find pleasure in our food. But when we're feeling lonely, anxious, comparing ourselves with other people during this holiday season, everyone seems joyful but us. It can be easy to try to use food to make ourselves happy. And that can be a trigger to overeat because it's just not going to. Um, There's a big difference between finding pleasure in your food and trying to find um, happiness or fill a void through food or alcohol because it's just going to leave you that that chasm bare. And I think that's how a lot of times we fall into overeating this time of year because you're just like, I'm just going to try to quiet these emotions with food. And that's just not going to work so again that's a great learning experience like oh my gosh I just overate some things I didn't really want to how was I like not to get too woo woo or deep into it but just like how was I feeling wow I was really lonely like I yeah or I was feeling really anxious about getting everything done and I was procrastinating and just and Mm -hmm. what can I learn about myself from this 100% yes beautifully said beautifully said okay number five Oh, wait, four. Oh, yeah, we're at four. Oh, we're four. This is so good. Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, we are. We are I got really into that one. (laughs) And I'm like, don't skip that one, girl. Don't skip that one. It is so good. Y'all know this is my thing. Don't dress up and try to look and feel your best. Just wear yoga pants to the dinner table because it's more comfortable. Love this. So, I mean, my jam, obviously, is like aligning the internal sparkle with the outside shine. That is like my thing I think it's so underrated and and I think even as women we don't even we're not even conscious of how much it affects us and that isn't to say that there's not a wonderful time for yoga pants and and vegging out for sure but I think there's also just so much beauty and really like putting your best foot forward and and showing up with you know a sense of style that Capsulates who you are as a person and really who you want to be moving into the next year. And just it's like enjoying 
I think it really is a part of the holidays and enjoying, I enjoy like getting to dress up a little bit and, and I think culturally we don't do that a lot. I mean, unless you're in a really big city and you're hitting up some, you know, a lot of theater and stuff like that. It's, I mean, it's just not really a part of our everyday. And so I think it's just so fun to have the opportunity to just, you know, align that inner, that inner sparkle and outer shine. And so, yeah, maybe lose the pants for for holiday dinner. <laughs> I love that. Totally. I love that. That was I read some funny quote about Thanksgiving that was like, it's the only holiday where you get dressed up to go eat in your living room or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, it's so true. And I mean, we did it and I love it. It is and you might not always feel your best, especially if you are like overeating and all that. Like when I'm not feeling my best, I definitely tend to be like sweatshirts, you know, like stretchy clothes. Um, sure. But I do find when you do feel better, once you make just a little bit of effort to like do your hair and put some makeup and yeah. you're like, oh, I kind of do feel better. So yes. even though you might not feel like it, it will help you feel better. I think so. Mm-hmm. Do you have some favorite sources this time of year? Like favorite places you like to shop for, you know, busy women who are looking for cute, accessible, a lot of us are moms, so we're still kind of like doing yeah. things but wanting to look stylish and or magazines or like sources of things that inspire you this time of year oh my gosh that is good um I do I don't know Christine nothing's like yeah, popping up immediately later. we'll link it in the notes okay yeah I mean there's like I can think of a million things but yeah let me let me just kind of for those of it. us whose go-to is Lululemon and Athleta not that there's anything wrong with them but this time of year you might want to take it up. We look. might want to take it up a notch. <laughs> I don't know. Athleta's got some cute sweaters. They do. They actually do have some really. Their streetwear is really cute. It's super and cute. But it's funny. I was talking to a good friend of mine, and I'm kind of trying to think through a postnatal plan now mm. for my mood and just for being human in those first three months when with a newborn. Um, and she said one of her best pieces of advice is every day make your bed and get dressed, put some mascara on, like get out of your yoga pants. Like it's okay. To have a leisurely morning, drink your coffee, nurse your baby, whatever you're doing. But that for her, the game changer was getting dressed every day in something cute-ish. And I just thought, like, oh my gosh, it is. It really does help you to feel your best when you just take that little bit of effort. And that was, like, the main thing that she told me that I thought to myself, okay, I want to do that because it's easy to want to lounge. And especially our kids are going to be off school for the holiday break. It's going to be easy to want to just... Slough around, but yeah. it is a fun time of year to wear some things that it maybe is. you wouldn't normally wear. Or... And I get, you know, I get also too, Lacey, what you're saying. If you're not like where you want to be body wise or weight wise, it is, it's, it does make it feel a little bit trickier to want to kind of get yourself together and mm-hmm. not put on things that are stretchy. But I don't know. I just, I would challenge anyone to like, when you put yourself together, you carry yourself differently yeah. and you present yourself differently to the world. And, you know, maybe you go from the red yoga pants to the blue ones. I don't know. But I think just <laughs> making that shift to really kind of or get to the green to the, Or to the green ones. Yeah. There you go. What am I saying? It's Christmas. Um, you know, is there's just something energetically mm-hmm. about that that I think is very underrated. So. I love that tip. I love that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Number five. right-wing conservatives talk politics with liberals and liberals let it fly with those democrats i mean 
you already know who's who, so you might as well just get it out in the open, right? Oh, Y'all knew we had to say this one. Oh, you know, we had I to like touch don't on this even one. want to talk about this oh, one. I'm like, oh, I know. Should we just leave? It? I know, right? Even, <laughs> I, even writing it, I was like, oh, I felt like a lump yes. in my throat. But it's it's true. I mean, we all know yes. it's tricky and a little bit frightening yes. to talk about politics with family and stuff mm-hmm. during the holidays. But I think it just bears repeating, <laughs> reminding. Mm. that we've seen your posts we've seen your posts on Facebook we know you have a, yeah. a message to share with the family my absolute favorite SNL skit I don't know if you guys remember this from a couple of years ago but it was during another really charged year a lot of different things and current events were happening there was this family coming to the Thanksgiving table and like all the hot topics kept coming up and every time they did Adele's song Hello would come on and it would start lip syncing oh my gosh oh my gosh I need to see that the best it was just like just what you needed that time of year because the holidays are so charged when you again when you bring yes. all these people with different opinions together in a confined space for an extended period of time you know Uncle Bob is going to come out sideways his you know and just yeah, what is good to just let go of, and I mean, yeah. just being able to laugh about it, and yeah, realize it might not be the time to wear your T-shirt with your twenty points of political right. views. views. Yeah, <laughs> it may not be the time, and is it the way you want to spend your holiday? I think, like, I think. I, so as I was writing this, I I thought about that saying: Do you want to be right, or do you want to be happy? And I sometimes that. I think. We just really want to be right, <laughs> and I'm just gonna. I just wanted to 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 throw that back out there because I feel like sometimes, especially with this issue, like like you were just saying, maybe just I'm not saying you don't have boundaries. I mean, certainly if you need to remove yourself from the situation and get, I mean, for sure, boundaries are a beautiful thing. <laughs> right. But um, I think in general, like just. I think sometimes people even, like I've noticed this a few years back, like sometimes you can feel like even people are looking to start something, Mm -hmm. like they're Mm -hmm. looking for either a discussion or a um, topic and it can just, it can quickly go south. Mm -hmm. And so I think maybe just gracefully Mm -hmm. navigating your way out of that is... I know religion's another one that is like a hot topic. Mm -hmm. I just have to share a really funny story. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. From last Thanksgiving, um, we all were drinking uh, a lot too much. And this was like later in the a day. A lot too much. Um, and my very, I love her, very conservative mother-in-law was with us. And my brother, somehow we were talking about like more kids or something. But my brother decided to out my husband that he had a vasectomy in front of her. <laughs> And I remember standing over to the side of the kitchen and watching it. And, of course, I had, like, this buzz. And I was fully entertained. It was like a sitcom, right? And her jaw was on the floor. And I was, like, I was laughing because, of course, I just was, like, not in the moment. I was just, you know, high on champagne. But um, after the math, like, it's really funny. Like, my God, yeah, it was not good. And actually, this is her biological son. Yeah, She's finding out. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. And it wasn't, like, a recent vasectomy <laughs> Oh my gosh! And that's it. I mean, it was that is an emotionally charged issue. Yeah, you know, oh, sure, sure. Um, you guys were laughing, but for her, it was yes. uh, okay. Yeah, gotcha, and I was gotcha. like, oh, it, it. Thankfully, like she's um, mature enough to like it didn't go past that. But um, but that's like a good example of like that probably didn't need to come up right then. Like with yeah, 
especially from my brother, you know? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sure to be flying the wall. listeners oh can probably relate to all oh, of that. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. When I think the one thing we can all agree on, right, in this, well, maybe not all of us, but the majority of us can agree on is there, there is a desire to come together more. I think we're feeling oh, yes. this Thank friction. You for that. Yeah. Yes. That regardless of our views as a humanity, as a, ra- a human race in our country, this like desire mm-hmm. to come together, we're all like broken and exhausted. It's yeah. been so, even if we can walk in, I don't know how to do that because it's easier said than done, but like walking into situations thinking, how can I bridge the gap and just mm-hmm. see the human in this person that might not think like me or might not, you know, what are our common, I mean, I think. A lot of times we find out that it's the big things because we're afraid that we want to label ourselves like, this is where I stand. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the end of the day, when you get down to our humanity, we have a lot more in in common. Beautifully said. So if we can think of that, even when we're starting to, and I'm telling this to myself because, I mean, I think we're all exhausted. We're Mm -hmm. all really exhausted. Yeah, and I think you, I mean, you... What you look for, you find, right? I think mm-hmm. it was Rumi that that mm-hmm. was like an actual quote for him that, from him that said, you know, what you seek, you find. So, like, I think if you're looking for those differences, like for sure, you're gonna find it. If you can look for ways to like genuinely connect with Uncle Bob, yes, you know, look for the similarities. Look, look for that, and maybe you know, make that part of your holiday experience. I love it. If we could all do that, like just a teeny, teeny bit, just a teeny bit, just a teeny I bit, feel like it, there would be a spark of. Love and understanding that would yeah. take this, this is like a big takeaway right there. Yeah. I know we're only on five, but this is gonna again gonna easier said than done. You had a great post today. Um, for you guys who don't follow Kylie yet on social media, she always posts like really inspirational things. But it was it you kind of uh, she posted about like you can read all the self help books and quotes and all this and I love quotes and I'm I was like, oh, they resonate with me. Yeah. But you can do that so much, but if you don't like put it into action in your Ooh. life, it's not going to matter. So you can hear all these great mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. do all this, yeah. but like, it, implement these. And that last one, I'm going like, to implement it. I'm going to look for yeah. the similarities. In the... Yeah, I, I mean, self-help I... only helps if you help yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not to get too far off topic. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. A lot of us binge on, myself included sometimes, like mm-hmm. inspiration and reading books and all that is so beautiful. It is so beautiful, but truly, truly the real work is, you know, feeling the urge and processing, wanting to eat that last cookie and sitting with it, you know, or getting up a little bit early so you can feel like a better human and find space for yourself. Like that's the, that's the real work. And some of this kind of just binge, I think on the self-help world, I did that for so long. So I feel like I can speak really passionate about it, but yeah, put it in, put the work, it, put, put, the it, work. put the work in. It's uncomfortable sometimes, yes. right? It's not going to be comfortable. And why should it be? It's new. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel different and janky even. So anyway, number six, spend your time judging others about the right way to celebrate the holidays. <laughs> so good. Right? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think... Sometimes we just get caught up in our judgments mm-hmm. about um, others and what they're doing and how they're doing it. And it just, if you really think about it, it's such a colossal waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a, you know, if you can think about like pulling all of that, if you just think about all the energy that you would spend, like 
on that topic and just harness it back to you and creating the experience that you want to create in your own life or your own holiday, it's just so much more fruitful and and amazing, right, to have that kind of an experience. So I think that's a good one to, <laughs> to remember. Yes. Just, yes. you know, we all have a different way of celebrating. Mm-hmm. We all have a different way of, of lifting up the holidays. And I think it goes back to really what you were saying in the last one, which is we all just have this need to really want to come together. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. really what it is. Just a collaborated, shared experience of you know, coming together as humans. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I completely, I completely agree. And, and we have a lot to learn from each other. So sometimes it's fun to see things done a different way, even if you don't do it this year. Like I'll find this year, a lot of my choices are based off of things I didn't do last year that I'm doing a little differently. Like Mm -hmm. there were, we can Mm -hmm. always change or maybe our family traditions are so close to us that we don't want to, but still right. just honoring that in someone else or honoring the difference. I think that's beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, l- I love that. I actually, it always intrigues me actually how other people do spend their holidays. I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe I want to do that. Totally. Oh, oh. Well, that's <laughs> that's that. way more open-minded than thinking, well, that's not how we do it. Ours is the right way. Yours isn't the right, right. way. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Number seven, drink so you numb yourself out and you aren't present with your friends and your family. Um, better yet, hide in the closet with a bottle of wine. <laughs> I actually know someone that did this, and I, uh, one of my clients, and it just it broke my heart for her. So this, we've 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 talked and we've hatched a new plan for her Christmas this year. But it is it's not that uncommon though that you hear people that you hear people say these kind of things like, "I'm just gonna go to the closet with a bottle of wine," and they say it in jest, certainly, but I think there's just some hidden truth in there. So, I mean, you know, being conscious and present and aware is sometimes, like we were saying in the beginning, especially with people that you haven't seen in a long time, it can feel uncomfortable to try to find that common ground with with people. It is a little bit like, you know, sometimes you might feel like you're scrambling, right? A little bit to find that common conversation or way to connect with that mm-hmm. person in a real genuine way. Um, but I think it just really comes back to what we were talking about in the beginning is like, what kind of holiday do you want to have? What kind of holiday season do you want to create? Um, because it really is up to you. You have a lot more um, power in this situation, even though sometimes it feels like we don't. It feels like we're on this like kind of, Tread, holiday treadmill, um, you you have a lot more authority in how you spend it than than it can sometimes feel like. So, I don't know. Maybe resisting mm-hmm. the urge to run to the <laughs> the closet with a bottle of wine. So, and it kind of goes with that presence. I mean, be able mm-hmm. to be present, mm-hmm. and then also the expectation. So, if like being okay to have boundaries from other people's expectations. So, if it means maybe. For a family holiday, you say, well, our family's going to be there, but just for this amount of time, because this is how much I know I can handle. Mm-hmm. In your head, you're thinking, this is how much I know I can handle in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to numb out, because anytime we're having to numb out, um, it's a little red flag that we just mm-hmm. need to listen a little bit better, that we're honoring our own heart and needs. Um, yes, there are certainly things we're gonna have to do that we don't wanna do, but the more that we can. Enter yes. into that so that 
if you're having a drink, it's in celebration, yes. not an escape. Oh, I yes. love that. Which is a yes. big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not always, I mean, again, this is something that we probably won't be 100%, you know, we, we might make yeah. that stumble and have to learn, and then the next day is a fresh start. Yeah. But, um, Back with that kind right? of mentality. Yeah, absolutely. I learned so much, actually, with you guys in the Sober September, um, you know, uh, month. I learned a lot about myself with that. And so I'm super grateful to both of you for, for doing that because... I realized for myself, like, since I had become drinking age, I was like, I don't know that I've ever really taken a full yeah. month away. And it was, it did a number on me in, in mentally in the beginning to like, but I have parties and are people going to think I'm this fun? And is this going to, what is this going to do? This, it just felt, I had all the mental drama about it. And then just realizing that like, it means nothing. It mm-hmm. means that I show up with a fully functioning me mm-hmm. and it's totally okay and it was way less now I have so much more um, uh, I just don't feel the pressure mm-hmm. it was really shifting for me so thank you to both of you I for doing that, that. So cool. yeah it really shifted things for me because I, I thought I feel like oh, I can just choose now it doesn't feel like oh, well, I just have to do it because everybody's doing it. And it it's like, no, I don't know. Is it going to support me tonight? Do I feel like celebrating in that way? It's or like do you I just... take the power back yes. from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That. And I love what we, we had her on our podcast, Think Beyond the Drink, when she said, we've spent all this time, like, we know what our life looks like with alcohol. Why don't people take a break in a month, however time, you know, a week, a day? What does your life look like without it? You know, because yes. we have. And that's a great way to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't taken... Yes. Maybe, I guess, when pregnancy. Right. Yes. And what are those paths where we are just on autopilot? Like, I know, I mean, if you have, for me, I have a little social anxiety. I'm just on autopilot. Oh, if there's a party, oh, good. I can't wait to, like, I'm going to hang my coat up. I'm going straight to get a drink. And when you take that, eliminate that element and have to come full on with, like, oh, wait, no. I'm okay. Like, even feeling nervous is yeah. okay. Absolutely. The first 15 yeah. minutes at any gathering, whether you have a drink or not, is, like, a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it really is. Yes. I've tried it both ways once someone said that to me, and I was like, it's literally exactly the same. Great point. Mm-hmm. And then once everyone's, like, mm-hmm. getting going, whether you're drinking or not, it all lets go. But we have associated that with, oh, I had a drink and now it's better. Well, no, that's just oh, the first so 15 right. minutes of gathering, you know? It's very true. It's very true. And I... I think that for me, I'm not ready to like place a label on it or anything like yeah. that. I mean, I love a glass of champagne and a glass of scotch by the fireside, but I I still feel like it gave me the opportunity to kind of take that back, yeah. that experience back for myself and, and deciding whether it's a way I want to celebrate or maybe I just want to, you know, there's so many ways you can connect with people. Yep. That's sometimes actually gets in the way right um with with truly connecting with people as opposed to enhancing the experience it depletes the experience a lot of the time so at least for me and so making the conscious decision when i want to step into that or not it just felt like it felt it just feels so great so thank you to both of you for doing that That (laughs) we we always said that we said it last year to our clients like just be intentional about your drinking. Do you want to drink? Like, if you want to have a drink, you should have a drink. But if you're not, if you feel pressure or, oh, because I have this party or, oh, everyone else is doing it, that's not a good reason to do it. Right. So just right. be intentional about, I mean, actually everything, right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay. I love okay. that. Okay, moving on. I could go on forever. Oh, this <laughs> is a good one, too. I, oh, oh, I love this This one. is a good one. I'm this excited. is a good one. And it's like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Overspend, mm-hmm. because buying is caring and more is better. This one really, like, hits me deep <laughs> in the bone, in my bones. Because I have, as my boys have gotten older, they're, the things that they want are a little bit more expensive. And so we just, we have gotten t- really dedicated to quality and what we're bringing into the space and what we're letting go of and all of the things. So even their stocking stuffers and things like that, I just feel like we get into, and we all know this because it's that time of year, this just like pressure to overspend and like put yourself in debt trying to, mm-hmm. you know, give to people around you. And um, I don't know, this one just is like, I think quality is is just where it's at and less is more in so many ways. So I don't know, you guys weigh in. What do you, how well, do you I, feel? I totally agree. I we're, we're giving our kids this year one gift mm-hmm. each and it's hard, oh, been hard not to be like, oh, yeah. They don't even know why I think. I can't tell you how many friends I've talked to with, like, the older kids, and they're like, my kids don't even, like, have a huge list of things, mm-hmm. you know? But we feel the need to be mm-hmm. – I had a friend say to me the other day, she's like, I know, but don't you want them to, like, have a lot of things to open? Like, I think yeah. we in our minds have been like, that's better, like, more things mm-hmm. opening. Um, and I've done that in the past, like, where I've been like, we're just going to do one or two gifts, and then the closer it gets, I start being like – oh, I need to run to Target, I need to run here, I need to fill this. Yeah. And um, it is a super slippery slope. This year, I'm sticking to my guns. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just awesome. one thing. And they do, they get gifts from grandparents and Absolutely. uncles and, uncles and um, it's, it is, it's really interesting. And we're, our family, and I, I know Christy's family is like this too, like, we're shifting our kind of joy into more, like, experiences yes, too. Yes, us too, um, yes. Which I think is super meaningful. And I think our kids are starting to get that. Mm-hmm. Recognizing mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. What about you guys? Yeah. yeah, I love that. I mean, we try, we're try. we trying to simplify. I was This year we did the um, want, need, wear, read. I love that. Which is good. But it's oh, still. I love that. Well, now it's like exploded. So now I like just told Brian like, oh, wow. It got just because. Like, okay, do you feel like maybe you're compensating, like I'm getting really deep here, probably. like compensating just because you have like a lot of changes this holiday season probably. and with that, I would totally feel like You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're, we're yeah. so focused on buying things for the baby, so it feels yes. like it's our last Christmas mm-hmm. for them. So I would say next year, I would love, like now that we have, you know, the gift that comes from someone else but ends up in our house that we've gotten that yes. gift. Yes. Um, plus these four gifts that have all turned into like multiples in each area. I'm just like, oh, it, it went overboard. Right. So next year, I think one thing. And then I was just talking to a friend last week, and she said this year they're doing experiences mm-hmm. and like, yeah. and not not in a completely 100 percent strict way. But she was just talking about how important experiences. I think as our kids are getting older, and we have to, we don't have to quite do it the way that we've done it before yeah. we can we can give more experiences I think that is really beautiful because yeah. yes most of our kids have all the stuff yes they need yes and I want I just think too like just to touch on this I think this ebbs and flows like I also think yes. there's nothing wrong if no. you really like some people derive like a lot of joy out of like thoughtfully gift giving mm-hmm. people it's like their thing and they mm-hmm. love it and there is zero wrong with that I mean 
nothing. I just think the overspending yeah. part mm-hmm. and and the the pressure the to, to and yeah. the guilt to do it is what gets tricky and it really doesn't lead to creating the holiday experience that you want to create, right? It it's really comes it's, back to yeah, that. Yeah, like you said earlier, excess doesn't bring us joy. Mm-hmm. No. I remember one year um, we got my daughter um, a bit American Girl doll stuff, but like I had gotten it off the swap and like it like exploded like with American Girl doll stuff and then we got hand-me-downs. I actually don't even know if we like purchased it, anything from the store, but it was it was just <laughs> this like really blessing we had it. And it was almost like so much stuff for her and she was probably four or five at the time and she had like, I mean she got like several dolls and like it just, it was too much. And she expressed in not so many words that like it was too much and she didn't, she ended up like not playing with any of it. Or if we had just given her like one doll in one outfit, it would have been like everything. Yeah. Um, But then of course like I would see things pop on the swap like American Girl dolls, you know, set for sale, $50. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I'll take that, you know? Um, and she's like, I-, I just feel like more, dil- it, she basically said it like diluted it, you know? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And I, I actually, I actually, babes. I put that up to her all the time still because she'll want more of like something and I'm like, hey, remember the whole American Girl Doll thing? And it like triggers her back to that. Piece. Really? It helps yeah. her? Yeah. Like go back to that? Yeah. That's amazing. She's like, oh, yeah. Right. Like, if, even with shoes or something, yeah. you know, just that whole, like, more isn't always better. It sometimes just creates, like, more clutter and more chaos. Yeah. I mean, it's, it really is, which I actually didn't even think about talking about this, but you just made me remember, decision fatigue is, like, a real deal, man. It's a real thing that we Both hands up. Both hands that, up. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, I mean, we live in a, in a world of so many choices and so many amazing choices that it's it's beautiful in so many ways it's also exhausting Mm -hmm. and i i actually wrote about this on the blog last month about just the overwhelm you know um the overwhelm that mo that people just function on 90 percent of the time it's just like that's just the way that we live our lives is in this constant state of overwhelm and which i totally get because that was me for a very long time but it is this decision fatigue. It's like too much, you know, too too much to decide upon, and it's exhausting. Yeah. I was so. telling a friend this morning, I feel like I uh, can't make decisions with things that don't matter, right? So, like, hmm. I want this new hoodie. Do I want it in blue or green? And I will just, like, drive myself crazy. It does, literally doesn't even matter. Now, you know, moving my kids to a different school, I can decide that, like, wholeheartedly really strong. Like, yes, that's yeah. great. We've prayed about it. We've, it. It's the right decision. This hoodie, I'm like, is it the right decision? Is it blue? Is it green? Like, my husband makes so much fun of me. It's the decisions that don't even matter. Like, what color do you want to paint your nails? Oh. Like, why do I do that? It is, but it's only with those, just those little minute things that mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I get so hung up on these? Yeah. What do you think? Maybe it's decision fatigue. <laughs> honestly. I know. I know. Like, yes. Right? I, I don't know totally. really. You don't have to make that decision versus mm-hmm. like the harder ones you have to make them and you're. Yeah. Like by the time you reach that honey decision, you've already made some big family decisions. Yes. And you've kind of maybe emptied your tank a little. Yeah. Well, it is. They're hard. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think when we get caught in those little decisions like that, we think that there's a right and a wrong yes. answer. And like. There's only, the right answer is the one that you choose. That's so good. I you know what that. I mean? The right answer is the one that you choose to go wholeheartedly in on and not look back. 
I want to add that. Yes, <laughs> you like, know, go full in on that light blue hoodie and don't even think about the ground right. <laughs> You know, I mean, just, I think sometimes that's where indecision can hook us up in small ways and in, and in big ways too. Yeah. But it's, it's this like paralyzing, like there is a right or wrong way. Right. And if I don't choose the right, like what are the consequences? And it just it and can keep you, right? right. Well, with something like that, no, but... <laughs> It. But it, it it is a way that it My is kind of just hides. rolls his eyes at me. He's like, "What? It does not even matter." He's like, "Wear the blue one for a year, and then if you want the green one, get it next year." Or you know, like, yeah, it's not the end of the yeah. But sometimes I will literally go to the grocery store to get yogurt, and I will stand in front of the yogurt section, and I'll just be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed right now. Forget it." Yeah, and I'll leave. Really? Yeah. Uh, yesterday we were literally going to buy shower soap because we're out at. Central Market, and I like couldn't decide on a flavor, and I was like, "Oh, but it has to smell really, really good." And Lee was like, "I can't, just can't do this now. I'll go home and order." See, it on yeah. Amazon. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, see, so it is that decision is fatigue. Decision fatigue. I mean, come on. Yes. You're at the store. It's like an arm's length away. All you have to do is put it in the cart. But it was like I all think the it brands, goes back to all even the, kinds. the food thing though is like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always going to be there. Just try one and see yeah. how it works and, like, use it. Maybe it won't be your favorite one. Like, use it up and then you can yeah. try a different one next time. Like, the food will always be there, you know? Yeah. It's, we feel like it's the end. We feel like it's this, like, finality of, like, this is the Well, and we I'm make it mean. mean. forever. Totally. Yeah, and we make it mean something about yeah. us. Yes. Like, that's the, that's the, like, just going a little bit deeper. We make it mean something mm. about who we are as people. And sometimes we can label ourselves as like, I'm indecisive. I've always been this mm. way. I've never, la, 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 right? Yep. Like, we'll, we'll put those labels on ourselves, which are totally not true. And then, you know, the, the, the thing about our brains that's so amazing and then tricky at the same time is that your brain, whatever thought you have, your brain is going to look for evidence to support that. Mm. It's going to look actively to support whatever thought you're thinking. So for me, for years, it was, I am overwhelmed. So it would constantly look for things um, and for ways for me to feel more overwhelmed. It was so strange. It was like I would actively add more to my plate when I was already overwhelmed. And then my brain would just confirm that for me, right? And it... That is so good. Oh my gosh. Because I've labeled myself indecisive. And now when a decision comes up, I'm like, I've already told myself I'm indecisive. So I just go into it thinking that. Yeah. Even if it's in a jokey way. Like think about the ways we joke ourselves. Like, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm just, I'm such a hot mess. Oh, I'm such a hot mess. Oh, I'm, oh, Mm -hmm. I've said to myself now, like, Mm -hmm. and I'm joking to myself, but like you start to believe it. Having deja vu. Did we talk about this? Maybe we did. Probably. That is so yeah, good. That's great. Uh-huh. Well, you don't want to affirm what you don't want. Yes. Like, and and I mean, not to go back to my post last, my blog post last week, but or yeah, last week. But that's one of the things that was on there is like, mm-hmm. don't affirm what you don't want. What don't blog speak post it. Was this? It was the big, the big O. Oh, the big O. Right. Yeah, about just I'll you know, that. we'll link to that. Yeah, link. about feeling overwhelmed and mm-hmm. and all that. But it, it that was such a good teaser. That was such a good teaser. Like, like, I know you guys are gonna think I'm talking about orgasms. I'm not. I'm yeah. talking about overwhelm. But, but it's super catchy. <laughs> overwhelm doesn't give you the flesh cheek look. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it will. It can. Still, it will. It probably will give you less orgasms. Rosacea. If you're always overwhelmed. <laughs> That's right. You're gonna be having less orgasms. I feel certain. Oh but my gosh. anyway, it's just not affirming what you don't want in your life, right? 
So not calling yourself indecisive or even landing on that as something that you've boxed yourself into. So maybe like, I always think of these thoughts, like if you have a beautiful garment and you start to pull one thread, you Mm -hmm. know, it just, so pulling out the thread of, you know, I'm indecisive and -hmm. just like seeing how that kind of unravels Mm -hmm. because it's all interconnected, right? Those thoughts, those ways that, those things that we tell ourselves, um, they're, they're, it's interconnected. So anyway. There's that. Good. Yeah, Don't overspend. my pen like, <laughs> I love I'm it. like frantically taking notes over here. Oh, awesome. We'll add a screenshot of Lacey's notes for you guys. Yes. <laughs> for reference. I don't know if you can read them. So hopefully funny. not. Um, all right. We are on number nine. Number nine. Insist that everyone be happy during this time of year, no matter what they're going through. Um, this one for me is always like gets me straight in the heart because I always have to remind myself that like for the sometimes the holidays for some people are really difficult. Mm -hmm. It is a time where they remember people that they have lost. It is a time where they feel maybe it's their first time going through the holidays. Um, Maybe it's their 10th year going through the holidays and you feel like they should be over it by now. I think that it is just so important to remember that, like, it's just not always easy for people um, at this time of year. And it's not always happy for everyone this time of year. So, I don't know. That was just one that really That's always resonates. One. We talked about that last week um, on the podcast, just about yes. that we have to think through this time of year and just think everyone's doing the best that they can. Yeah. And then yeah. it is a really hard time. I mean, I think it's been good... As a society, I feel like we've been a little bit more aware of like certain holidays really bring up loss or maybe I wanted to be this role and I'm not or just being a little more sensitive to that. And I think um, even looking out for your perfectionist friend who is 100% holidays and can do it all amazing and she's always the one that you get her Christmas card first and her Christmas cookies are beautiful. Check in on her because sometimes even our friends that look... Like, they've got the glitter and glitz down. I mean, they, they could be really hurting because it's hard to hold yeah. that together. Or, check on your strong friends. Oh, my God. Your strong friends, for sure. That's Holidays are hard. They're, it's just a lot. The expectation we talked about is just a yeah. lot. When things yeah. can look different this mm-hmm. holiday season, mm-hmm. you know, family, traveling, all kinds of things that you mm-hmm. just aren't aware of with people. So, And and I think there is a dis. You know, we're, we all were sending our Christmas cards of our happy, perfect families. But the reality is families are hard. Relationships are hard. And when, um, kind of like even when our style and ourselves are misaligned. I mean, sometimes this time of year we feel like we have to present this picture of perfection that yeah. isn't reality. Yeah. And that can be painful mm-hmm. because it's the authenticity that makes us feel free and healthy. So, so true. Helping each other, reminding each other like, oh my gosh, I'm really... I really lost it on my kids because I realized I'm putting too much pressure of like just sharing with our close friends and being honest about how we're really doing. Um, I think gives yes. gives each other permission to be to real. be a human. Oh my gosh! To have your yes. humanness, yes, and you know feel okay about it. You're right, and it's in that authenticity that you really have that real connection with people, right? I mean. That's when that really comes out. I mean, think I just think about like all the people that I admire so much. It's because they have the courage to be authentically and unapologetically who they are. And it's 
it is those ways in which we connect with them and it's 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 so inspiring and but I just think remembering that like this time of year isn't always so happy for everyone and um, you know again yeah like you were saying coming back to those expectations even if it's been years and someone is still really struggling I think it's just being that sounding support for them and that warm hug you know and because it just it's hard and some things just never go away you know some things just you carry them always mm-hmm. and loss does tend to be more loaded around the holidays it's just yeah. it's associated with a big thing so um yeah, it doesn't matter how long. And we've talked right. before about the difference between empathy and sympathy. And you have in your um, in these notes uh, about like telling someone, you know, turn that frown upside down. It's <laughs> yes. the holidays, you know, where yes. empathy is being able to get down with that person and say, like, gosh, I'm gonna hurt with you for a hot second. Like, I, like, gosh, it must really hurt to mm-hmm. remember that person and not be able to pick up the phone and call them. Or instead yes. of saying. Oh come on! Eat a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Have a drink and move on. Yes. Have a drink and move on. Tip your cookie and your champagne. All right. I love that. So number ten. Last one. Set resolutions that will completely change your life. Oh, unrealistically, and then feel terrible when you fall short. We've talked about this a lot because, (laughs) especially in the nutrition space. Yeah. It's, it was Leanne, what she said last year. She's like, it's not that you're, what did she say? It's not that you're making a bad goal. You're just setting an unrealistic one. So you're setting yourself up for failure in the beginning. When someone's like, I'm going to do this in six weeks. Mm-hmm. You've all, you're setting yourself up for failure. So you're going to create that prophecy when you haven't lost 20 pounds in six weeks. And then it's just that whole cycle, like you said, yeah. over and over. Um because we do, and especially in the New Year's, like, I feel like people try to, like you said, huge eye change, change 10 things at once. Like, yes. us, we oh always gosh. get worried when people are like, I'm going to start working out three times a day, and I'm going to go do this and this, and I'm like, oh, gosh, don't do that. Like, yeah. I don't know anyone that's been successful doing that. Have you? No. No. Yeah. Not that many things. No. I mean, it, that's so well said, really and truly. Like, find one thing. Mm-hmm. And really zero in on it. And and this is a challenge for me, admittedly. Like, I've got my hand in the air because I want to do all the things and I want to yeah. be amazing at all of them. And it's just, it's not realistic. And I think where that can get really um, uh, just hard is because when you do fall short, it reinforces those negative beliefs mm-hmm. and it just sends you down that spiral again. And it just isn't helpful in moving you forward on the things that you genuinely want to do in your life. And so, I mean, oftentimes starting where you are and maybe just a smidge of a stretch, you know, is, is just a great place to start. Like, For me, I even do this with my, this is going to sound funny, but I'm going to share it with my to-do list. I will write things on my to-do list that I am 100% sure I'm going to get done. And I don't necessarily have to write them down because I already know that I'm going to do them. Like wake up? Just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe something like like that. Um, Because you want to check it off? Yes, because there's something for me, at least, with that hand, I... um, connection that like really helps solidify it in my brain like look at me I did that Mm -hmm. look at me I did that did that one yes I'm such a badass I did that like you know what I mean and it's just really like thinking and just 
starting to create new thoughts about your capabilities and what what you can do during the course of the day. I think that is a small little brain hack that's been really powerful for me. I love that. Just to yeah. like, and there's just something about like crossing things oh, off, yeah. right? Oh, I'll retroactively, right? Like, call Dennis. Check. Once I yeah. get off the phone with the dentist. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> yes. You called. You the went dentist. there yes. yesterday, but I did. Did it. Did but it. I did it. Yes. Wait, I'm writing it on my to do list. Um, I know. I do that in my house, though. I'm, I'm thinking back. I'm progressing here for a second. I will set unrealistic things. I'll be like, organize my closet, clean the kitchen, do all the laundry, and I'm I'm setting myself up for failure. And then my list just goes on. So. With me, though, if I feel overwhelmed, then I don't do anything. Right. It, like, paralyzes me. Of course. So then I just walk circles around my house and, like, don't mm-hmm. do anything. And I I need to make smaller lists of just, like, clean your bathroom door today. That's it. That's, like, mm-hmm. the one thing I need to do at the house. Like, mm-hmm. I need to break down my list. Yeah, start really. taking bite size. You know, it's like, how do you eat an elephant? You just eat it, like, one bite at a time, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, by the end of the week... Lacey has her her closet organized yeah. because she's organized the bathroom door this day or whatever. You right. know, you have like strategic steps towards what that one big thing. Yeah. And this is gonna take a lot of self-discipline in the new year because it's really sexy. Like we're mm. all gonna wanna like do a 30-day green juice cleanse and join a gym and work out six days a week and make sure that like we're doing 20 self-help books mm-hmm. like it's just that time mm-hmm. of year where we're going to be inundated with messages that are mm-hmm. like this is what you need 30 day 25 you know and having the self-discipline to know I was doing a little online course a couple weeks ago and they said pick one thing a month and like once you've picked it make sure it's something you can do and then go one step lower just to just yeah. to create that and then they said if you do that for a year if you pick one habit a month something that you know you can achieve in 30 days yes. and then build on that by the end of the that. year you have 12 amazing beautiful habits. instead of trying to do like what I want to do is do the 12 habits in one a day for 12 days but that's I not know, that's such a good point isn't it wouldn't you rather yes. at the end of the year be like I have 12 habits than like mm-hmm. I failed at everything yes like mm-hmm. even with nutrition people want this quick overhaul really fast and it's like wouldn't you rather it take a year or two years I mean you're going to have to be working on your nutrition forever. You mm-hmm. will have to eat forever. Wouldn't you rather it take two years than I failed in six weeks? Yes. And then I did it Absolutely. again for six weeks and I failed again in six weeks. And yes. and part of that speaks to not just what are we doing. And you talk about this here when you're talking about setting intentions. Yeah. Um, not just what are we doing, but who are we becoming? Amen. Right? Yes. So it's like it's when we are able to do these things and persevere create these habits and rhythms that really do align with who we are, yeah. that then we're becoming the women that we want to be, not just like robotically, Gosh. right? Yeah. Doing that yeah. thing. Yes. I love you guys. I feel yes. just like y'all are this the two good. smartest people in the room and I'm like, me. I no, I feel yeah. so in awe of you. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are yeah. You're this the only is... one with the notes. I'm really just so inspiring. inspiring. Oh my gosh. Kylie, seriously, this well, is so good. I hope it's helpful. I these are just like this was like my funny list of mm-hmm. like funny, but then also so like real. And I needed these reminders, and so I was like excited to share them with you guys. This and, is a great and list. And sometimes we just need to talk about it and hear that other people have the same struggles and are going through it. And like, oh, that is that happens to me too. Like mm-hmm. you said, you'll hear these and maybe 
pick out what happens to you. I love it when I like resonate with something that someone says and I've always thought, oh, well, that's just me. So hopefully, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, a few on these lists. If there's any truth that you have heard today and it resonates, it's truly because you already knew it. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's because you already knew it. Like, Mm -hmm. we were just here to remind you. I mean, I believe that so wholeheartedly that you know so much truth on your own. It's just people come along, they remind you of things, they bring you back. And so I just, that's kind of where I want to leave it. Like if there's a truth that you've heard, it's because you already knew it. We just reminded you today, right? We just I love that. shed a little light. So, so anyway. beautiful. And, and sometimes even knowing that truth, you just need validated. That's only kind of yes. like before this. It's helpful just to hear, even if you already knew some of these things, like mm-hmm. you already... It just helps sure. so much to be revalidated or reminded or mm-hmm. re-encouraged. Totally. You have such a good way of communicating, doesn't she? Yes, it's so good. Oh, you it's guys so are so good. great. Oh Thank you for having me. So I just hope everybody feels like a little more in charge of their holiday experience, mm-hmm. right? Just with these reminders and all the stuff we've shared. So I love yeah. it. Take the power back. Yes. Enjoy. Set intentions for the year. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to link to all the things we've talked about. So your social media, your blog posts, because I just, I love, I love your daily inspiration. They're so good. You definitely Um, need to follow Kylie on social media. Yes, definitely follow social media. And hopefully she'll be back in the new year. We have yes. What? Just one more. Just one more thing. I'm coming back. One more month. One more month. That's right. It's like the twelve habits. We're just gonna have one, one a month with Kylie. I'm Um, excited. Thank you for having me. Yes. Love being here with you. Yes. And um, we hope you guys have a great holiday. We have one more podcast coming. Mm -hmm. We're really excited about. But um, we hope you have a great week. I joked with someone today. I was like, I feel like Christmas is tomorrow. Yeah. it's so sneaky, right? It is so sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're glad to be with you guys and thank you again for joining thank us. You. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye, Bye. holidays. <laughs>